Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Yes, and welcome to another Women Around the World and the amazing things they are doing and continue to do to fight for women's rights and advocacy. Yes, and we celebrate with all of them. Yes. (laughs) Typically out on Tuesdays and whenever you listen. So today we are jumping to Nepal to talk about an advocate for disabled indigenous people, Pratima Gurung. And Gurung is an academic activist from Nepal and has been working tirelessly to fight for the rights of the disabled women and children in the indigenous community of Nepal. A disabled indigenous woman herself, after losing her hand at the age of seven, Gurung has been a part of the fight to get the voices of her community heard when it comes to being seen and represented throughout the world. In Nepal alone, the population is made up of at least 35% of indigenous peoples. And according to Gurung, Nepal has at least 1.3 million indigenous people with disabilities. Right. And Gurung has talked about the difficulties and challenges in being an indigenous woman with disabilities. And she states, quote, the first challenge I experienced as an indigenous woman with disabilities is about meaningful representation. It involves who you are, where you are represented. And because as soon as you are a woman and an indigenous woman and a woman with disabilities, all of these identities keep you limited within the four walls. It comes to a point that your voice, your representation, your identification, and your recognition is the primary thing. And that begins from home, from the family, from the private sphere to the public sphere. And she continued, the second challenge is about being disabled and the stigma associated with it. When you are a woman with disabilities, you have many serious and critical issues related with your life. The third thing is ensuring your basic fundamental needs like education, your social background, your economic status, your employment opportunities, your accessibility. 
Guru started working with the Indigenous Peoples Movement over 20 years ago in 2001, researching the different aspects and fundamental rights for Indigenous women, and quickly realized how little information she had about Indigenous people with disability, and especially Indigenous women with disabilities, and saw the importance of the intersectionality of Indigenous and disability. Um, she's become a fierce advocate in ensuring these voices are heard and has become a leader within the movement. She's currently the president of the National Indigenous Disabled Women's Association, Nepal, and she is an expert contributor for the Disability National Directions Committee, which was created by the Ministry of Women and Children and Senior Citizen in Nepal government and the General Secretary for Indigenous Persons with Disability Global Network and Nepal Indigenous Disabled Association. And on top of that, she is a part of the faculty of Padma Kanya College in Kathmandu. As you can tell, she is a very busy person and has a lot to do and does it very well. With her busy life, she continues to speak out and work internationally to have women to be a part of the policy changes and overall conversation of the importance in representation as a whole, especially when it comes to making progress and change in our world and community. As she says in her interview with Cultural Survival Quarterly, I really want to highlight the effective and meaningful participation of Indigenous women at all levels. Today, we want Indigenous women at the table. We want them to make their decisions. We want them to make their concrete ideas known about the issues and concerns that are affecting their lives. We don't want others who would make a decision and an agreement on behalf of us. Indigenous women with disabilities have to be brought to the front lines by their effective and meaningful participation. Yeah, and actually she just recently, I think it was 2019, participated with the UN's Permanent Forum on Indigenous Issues in New York and was able to highlight a lot of just controversial things about the mere fact that there's not any representation, there's no real conversation within the Indigenous community. And we wanted to highlight an Indigenous woman. We try to do as many as we can from all over the world because this is constantly a thing that we see where they're completely overlooked and invisible. And then putting on top of that, we talk about the women who are ignored and we've talked about the missing and murdered indigenous women that continue to be overlooked. But we also need to talk about those that are affected by disability. And we know that people with disabilities in general are overlooked. So this intersectionality of just being completely not thought of is this higher level of concern that we should have as a conversation. And it should go beyond just the political conversation because we see that every day. It's not a topic that we often see. And that's really sad in such that oftentimes they're left out altogether in conversations in general. And I think that it's amazing how little we know of that population or how little that we talk about of that population. And her talking about in 2001, doing her own research, not being able to find it. And in 2021, I don't even see her name in Wikipedia. And she's doing some dynamic things, mm -hmm. obviously trying to change people's minds. She's doing it in her country. She's doing it for her people, as well as coming into the U.S., trying to talk to the United Nations. But again, we see very limited information. And this was 2019. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we've talked about how COVID has impacted the Indigenous community. And we still aren't talking enough about it. We're not talking enough about how lack of funding is happening. And the fact that she was here in 2019, here in the U.S., talking about it, and she's still fighting for these rights. But at the same time, we know COVID has hit uh, Indigenous communities, some of them the hardest. And there's very little and so much backtracking in the progress they've already made because of quarantine yeah. and the pandemic in itself. And I think we have to make better efforts 
And hopefully we are, Annie. Hopefully we are doing so in trying to recognize this hard work that's already being done. Literally, we don't have to do much other than read Mm -hmm. these interviews. And by the way, if we just talked about the Cultural Survival Quarterly. They're a great organization that talks about indigenous people around the world. So if you want more information about what they're doing, it's culturalsurvival.org. And I've gotten a few names from their organization, from their site. So thank (laughs) y'all for your hard work in helping us to (laughs) recognize Mm -hmm. these incredible people who are doing some incredible work. And I hope we can do better because, uh, and we're not going to talk about it right now, but just what comes to mind is the recent case of the influencer white woman who went missing and has been found murdered. There's so much to try to push her case up so people can see it. And a lot of the people in the uh, uh, community, people of color, mis- uh, indigenous people are like, what about the people we've been hollering about, who we've been yelling about? Why hasn't anyone showed this much interest in these cases? And I think it's important to remember, yeah, there are so many things happening that we continue to ignore because they are a person of color and or an indigenous or a black individual. It's, it's absurd, the lack that we hear of these cases. And we need to do better as a whole, as a community, and as a group of people that we say are advocates and we want to be allies in trying to push this narrative and this conversation forward. Yes, 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 yes. Yes to all. Um, Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And we would love to highlight women who are doing this work. It's something that we really enjoy. And if there's somebody, listeners, that you think, oh, this person, this is somebody who needs to be shouted out, please let us know right in. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest, named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.